With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Super Highway Live. This is Rick Looper talking to you from Southern California. Good to have you tuned in. Today is a special edition of Poetry Super Highway Live. We typically have a monthly open reading where everyone is invited to call in and read their poems. And, uh, uh, and it's a great thing, and you can listen to the many, many open readings which we have archived in the past. Uh, we've been doing this for a few years now, and uh, there's just tons of people who've called in and shared their poetry. And you should do so too, but not today, because today happens to be the announcement of the winners of the 2010 Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest. It's our 13th annual contest, and uh, it's been really an amazing, fun, uh, and highly successful experience. Uh, in a little bit, I'm going to get to the numbers, and I'll let you know how many people called in. Uh, I'm called in. Sorry, how many people entered? How many? Uh, how many poems were received? Uh, all the sponsors, all that kind of thing. Etc. Uh, so, uh, also, we're uh, hopefully going to have the chance to chat with a couple of the judges who uh, who spent a great deal of time scoring the many, many poems which you all entered, and uh, get their thoughts on what it was like to participate in the contest uh, in that capacity. The three judges were actually the winners of last year's contest. It's our habit, as you may know, to invite the people who uh, win each year's contest to judge the following year's contest. And I was lucky enough this year to have all three judges say yes. So, there you go. Well, I want to mention uh, before we start that I earlier today had one of those Asian sandwiches, the bonmis, uh Perhaps you've heard of it. It's, it's one of these new crazes. My wife turned me on to it, but I've been seeing some buzz on the Internet. It's basically where they take a French baguette and they put Asian-style ingredients and flavors on it. And I have to say, it was just sort of, it was okay. You know, I enjoyed the meat part of it. I, I had the tofu version of it, uh, uh, which actually was pretty good. The baguette was quite tasty, but the, the particular flavors used on this sandwich was not my, my favorite thing in the world. My wife is kind of frowning at me now because she, she really, you know, uh, she loved it. This is kind of a discovery uh, for her. This is um, a special thing. I envision many future trips to her, uh, to this place um, uh, with her. Uh, but perhaps a little bit of a wall is going up between us because since it wasn't my particular favorite. Uh, my plan, by the way, is to spend the first 45 minutes of the show talking about the sandwich, just so you know. Uh, probably uh, six or seven just on the, you know, actually ten on the baguette. I mean, it's the baguette, after all. And uh, it really deserves a great deal of time. We'll go through all the ingredients, and then we'll probably just spend a couple minutes at the end uh, making the actual uh, announcements, uh, etc. So, anyway, um, 
Sorry, my wife's shaking her head no. She'd like me to stop talking about the sandwich now. And I'm sensing a, a rumbling from the Internet that you, you'd kind of like me to, to move on as well. Okay, no problem. You know what? We'll have a special show at another time where we, we discuss the sandwiches. They're called bonnies, by the way. Uh, uh, this particular, <laughs> you'll love this, this uh, particular shop was called Bun Me, like sandwich bun. A little play on the Asian and the, and the English. It's pretty, it's, I think it's, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing when you can make a pun in two different languages at once. Don't you? Good. I'm glad to hear it. So um, we had three amazing judges this year. By the way, I see a lot of callers on the line. If you're, if you're calling and you're not one of the three contest judges, uh, uh, you should hang up right now. And you should listen to the show on the, on the website because uh, the only people invited to call in at this point are the contest judges. So a little bit later when we announce the winners of the contest, we're going to announce the top ten scoring poets. Now, anyone who happens to score in the top 10 positions, you'll be invited to call in. So if you're not one of those people, uh, you, should, uh, you should not be calling in uh, right now. So there you go. Now that, now that you know that, uh, only call, call in if you're one of the judges right now. Uh, for example, right now I have on the line one of our contest judges, Jim Knowles, who is uh, in the passenger seat, uh, did you say on your way to Worcester? Uh, way from uh, Worcester to Andover, coming home. Coming home from from some kind of poetry related event, Jim. Uh no, my older daughter's at uh, RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology. It was eight hour drive. Wow. And did, were you just dropping her off there, or or did you just go there for breakfast? Uh, parents' weekend, so she got a big scholarship. So we saw a hockey game and everything. That's very cool. Well, I'm glad that uh, now you promised you're in the passenger seat. Yeah, because there's there are definitely laws against you know you speaking to me now if you're if you're driving and on your cell phone. Uh, I'm and, clear and on that. Poetry, poetry Superhighway is a law-abiding organization. I, I would like to point out. Um, so you were one of three judges. There there was you, Brenda Tate, and Sean Lindsay. Sean uh, is from. Well, she started out in the States, but uh, actually uh, in the middle of the contest moved to Ireland. So uh, you can imagine what that was like for her. Unfortunately, she's not able to call in. I just got a message from her that, uh, that her uh, Skype, uh, uh, well, that she, well, she can't call in. I'm not going to get into the reasons. Um, but she does pass on her hearty congratulations to the winners, whoever they may be, and to uh, all of you who took the time to enter as well. She wants to mention uh, that there were many good poems, especially towards the end of the contest, and she was honored to be a judge, truly honored to be a judge in this year's contest. Uh, Brenda, uh, who is from Canada, uh, she is not able to call in uh, because of a failure of the Magic Jack system. Uh, she had a special device that she could plug into her computer, which allowed her to, to call in... Uh, which apparently has burst into flames in the last uh, in the last half hour, and she uh, is uh, is not able to call in today. So, Jim, uh, you are the only uh, uh, person who uh, who can be on the show today as one of the contest judges to represent um, all of them. Which means that you actually have extra time to talk about your favorite sandwich as well as your experiences 
judging this year's contest? Well, actually, I, I had my first bun me uh, a few weeks ago. It was very good in Worcester. <clears throat> Did you? Uh, I, I don't suppose you're a vegetarian. Uh, no, I'll, I'll eat anything. <laughs> well, it has to be cooked, though. It has to be I cooked. like my sushi okay. cooked. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, deep fried, maybe you roll it in a in a, in a batter and <clears throat> deep fry your sushi. Um, that's great. So um, thank you very much for, for judging this year's contest. I always, um, when I'm inviting the judges, as, as you may recall from uh, the letter that you got with the invitation to judge the contest, I always mention that, that it, it might not be fun because there, there's hundreds of entries that come in um, and it, uh, you know, some of them get scored fairly low and, and you know, it's, it's open to anyone and there's no vetting that happens before the... Uh, the, the poems get passed on to you, like some other contest kind of contests have a, uh, you know, the, you know the, maybe a group of people who kind of look through them to, to see what rises to the top, and then they send, send those off to the, the final judges. Um, but you, you got them all. Um, was, it a, was it a good experience for you? Yeah, I, I think compared to, I had actually seen um, sort of a journal slush file before, and, and this just the... Uh, the passion and insistence of everyone in this uh, contest was really, that was always really impressive. The, the personality, there were no curious question marks on every line. Mm. So uh, I really, uh, even regardless of skill level, I, I really got into all the different personalities because they arrived, you know, each person's cluster arrived together, so they had a real chance to sort of make their case and, it was fun sort of meeting, you know, I don't know, a hundred people more. Uh, you're talking about the, the number of people who actually entered. Yeah. I mean, so you'd get a large group sometimes, and it was just it was really fascinating, you know, to... Uh, usually that worked for them. If it was the same thing over and over, it didn't. But almost always they were just um, incredible characters. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that could be interpreted as a, as a diplomatic uh, assessment uh, to some extent. I mean, uh, you know, of course, it, it was judged blindly, uh, meaning that you received batches of poems uh, with with no names attached to them. And I, um, as as the people as people may not know who answered, very often, you know, these were essentially daily batches of whatever uh, poem entries came in that day. Meaning, or that is payments, I should say. I would send the poems off to you guys when, when the payments came in. So you might have received a group of poems from one person on one particular day, and, you, and on another day you might have received a group of poems from, from four or five people. And sometimes it could have been the same number of poems. It was, you, know, you just never know because, uh, uh, well, you just don't know. I'm the one who knew. Were you able to tell when looking at the, at the batches when it was, when it was clear that a, that a different person was writing? Yeah, I don't know whether it's just me, but the voice was, um, yeah, there could be anywhere from one to four or five voices, as they say. You know, they, a lot of these editors say, well, you have to go find your voice. I didn't find any trouble with that. <laughs> so it was, it was fairly clear to you when a, when a voice was changing, so you, it was, it was, you were able to know. Did, did you have a sense, 
Well, with, with that in mind, when you were um, assessing a, a singular voice, um, did you find that um, that your your scores for for those poems, if there was maybe more, several poems in that batch that were obvious to you, that were in the same voice, did they have similar scores? If if maybe early on you didn't like one as much, did did the other ones in that voice tend to also suffer, you know, with, with, with a, a similar scoring, or, or what do you think? Well, I was really surprised. I think towards the end there was maybe a little bit more polish, but um, there was a lot of variance, you know, and um, between the different people in terms of uh, the consistency. Um, so it was it was good if if you started out with a really uh, low score and then somebody made up for it it was kind of it was really great to see them sort of pull through you know but um, towards the middle and the end there was a, a tremendous amount of consistency and you thought oh well you know it's like I read a little chapbook or something here you know it was great yeah that's interesting I would say you know there's a um, in terms of the numbers that come. In you know when I announced the contest, there you know a lot come in kind of within the first week or so, um, maybe first couple weeks, and then it, it slows down a bit and it, it really starts to vary on and off until the last couple weeks. I mean, really the last week when 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 the percentage of poems that that comes in increases dramatically. Um, did you know how was that for you? Did you find it more difficult towards the end uh, in terms of? looking at all the different pieces, or, or what, do you, what do you think about that? Well, I was kind of surprised. The, the last week, um, it started off a little slow, and then the build-up was on a nice, easy ramp. I think the surge at the beginning was really steep, you know, and then there was another one a third of the way through, and I, I'm not sure why. But uh, So I never really knew what was going to happen. Well, there you go. Um, it, you you know you spoke kind of a, about the, the passion that you thought um, everyone had. So maybe just one you know one more question on on the plus and minus side of, of different folks. Uh, in terms of ones that you that you maybe didn't like as much, and then I'll ask you about maybe some characteristics about the ones that you did. But would you offer? Can, would, you, would were there any particular characteristics that you thought you know? caused a particular poem to get among the lower scores or, or advice that you might have uh, to any poets who wrote the ones that you in particular scored lower? Well, I, I think it was just when someone became entrained by a particular issue or topic and it would spread across all the poems and um, they would, you know, it would be more in a regular everyday speaking prose. Um I guess you would sort of put that in the harping category. But I think there were some people who actually, they, they worked the same issue four or five times, but um, they really tried to work it a bunch of different ways, which tells me that they're they're trying to reach out and touch someone on the other end of the page. And that, that's really critical, I think, if you want to move on, to uh, to grab somebody by the lapels and shake them. And to realize that it is somebody else that you're trying to uh, you're trying to cast a spell. That's an interesting way to put it. Um, so just just on the other side, if you could pull out some characteristics of of uh, of, of the ones that you just felt were the, were the best, uh, um, what would you uh, what would you say? Well, there were some that I mean, they had like a, a really nice 
sharp sounding throughout, and then they kind of lull you in the middle, and then there's this sort of uh, shocking conclusion at the end. You know, some a personal thing or uh, an issue. There's there's either a, a, a punchline where it's funny, or there's like a really uh, a serious thing that makes you gasp, and, and it's been hinted at. So it's really I don't know. It's like a fish on a line. It's almost you know being played and then the hook set. You know, I sort of enjoy being played. Hmm. It's a very dynamic, a dynamic poem that uh, that it knows what it's up to before you do, and then it gets you sort of. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so there, there was a it's um, less stream of consciousness in a sense. There was a definite plan as as the poem went into it, and 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 it, and it took you there. Uh, it knew where it was going. It was, sort of reminds me of the. The premise of the show lost to some extent, which was baffling to you know to people who watched it. But the writers claimed, uh, you know, from the get-go that they knew exactly where it was going and how it was going to end, and that kind of thing. I don't know if you're a Lost fan. I didn't see that one, but uh, there's so many things we've been watching on uh, on uh, the computer lately instead of the TV. So. <laughs> Well, that's okay. I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's one of the best television programs ever. Uh, if, if there's one purpose this particular broadcast, it's to get people to uh, to watch Lost. Um, um, so anyway, uh, Jim, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the contest um, and uh, and for uh, uh, for for doing all the work that you did. I mean, in, in my mind, I, mean, I, I guess you know. I mean, well, first of all, you were one of the judges who really were on top of getting the poems back almost immediately. So, so uh, there was never quite a buildup, per se, of, um, of, of a backlog. So, so, so perhaps it was an easier process for you. But, but certainly, um, overall, it was a great deal of work. And I, and I certainly appreciated all that you did and all of the... Um, uh, and you made quite a, a number of comments um, along the way and, and about batches and the process and that kind of thing. And it was clear you were putting... Uh, really putting yourself into the job, and I, I just wanted to thank you so much for that work. Oh, it was great. And, you know, I went to the Dodge Festival, and I, you know, heard some of the, the heavy hitters up on stage, and I, I really saw a lot of similar talent in, in the best poems that came in. It was just that ability to uh, just sort of take you out of yourself. So there was some great stuff. Cool. Well, um Safe travels to you, uh, heading home. Congratulations on, on your daughter and, and, and her scholarship at RIT. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to your participation in future Poetry Superhighway stuff. All right. So i got to tune in uh, now. i got to listen for the winners. <laughs> uh, that's that's true. Are you? Are, I, I suppose you, you don't have the Internet in the car there. Do you want me to just... Uh, uh, leave the, the connection live, not hang up on you so you can stay listening? Or do you... you you could always listen yeah. to in the yard. Probably just okay. walk out so my car noise didn't doesn't do it, but then I could listen in. Okay, no problem. Will do. Um, thanks again, Jim. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. All right, that was uh, Jim Knowles. He's one of our uh, contest uh, judges um, who did a, a tremendous amount of work in, in scoring the poems in, a, in an extraordinarily timely manner, I should mention as well. Um, I'm going to, I, I'd like to mention uh, quickly, um, a, a lot of people are calling in right now. Um, 
you, you won't be put on the air now, uh, and, and I really need to keep the lines clear for the contest winners and uh, for the other judges who, in the event that they have to call, uh, they have the chance to call in as well. So uh, please uh, 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 keep the lines clear. Please do not call into the show right now. If you're having trouble uh, listening um, uh, on, on the Internet, I apologize. Um, you'll, you'll just have to hear the show in the archive uh, after the fact. So um, I did get an email from Brenda Tate, who was an, a judge of this year's contest. She also uh, judged a contest a few years ago. She's our only repeat offender uh, for that matter. matter. <laughs> matter. Uh, she, she's not able to call in because of the magic jack uh, situation, but she did send this note, which I will read to you now. My judging experience has been very positive. I appreciate the time and effort expended by so many people who submitted their entries to us. It was a pleasure to read the many different poems, and it's wonderful to see how much enthusiasm for writing poetry is evident in the volume of responses. For me, the poems that stood out the most were those that used original, fresh, and unexpected diction and dealt with themes that had universal relevance stemming from personal experiences and insights. My top choices all appealed to me because I could recognize familiar concerns or relate to the speaker's situation in some way. Their voices were authentic and convincing, and they were also impeccable in their attention to every detail. Correctness of spelling, consistency and punctuation, coherence of syntax. I didn't have to reread them to figure out what they were trying to say, but I did reread them because I wanted to appreciate them more. Um, more than one time. All truly outstanding poems um, all have that kind of appeal. I keep going back to them, and with each reading, I uncover some new level or become unaware of a nuance I hadn't picked up earlier. This is, a true, this is as true for my own lifetime favorites as it is for a poetry contest submission. To the winners, well done. You should be very proud of your achievement. Um, and to all who entered, my metaphorical cap is off to you. Not everyone has the determination or the courage to send his or her work for evaluation by a group of people who will be sitting in judgment over it. I think you deserve a huge round of applause, and I do hope that no matter where your poem may have finished, you'll come back again next year. Uh, thanks, Rick, that's me, for a great contest, and also to my fellow judges for their expertise and energy in getting this important task completed. So that's from Brenda Tate from Canada. Um, I want to thank again all of the judges, Brenda, Tate, uh, Jim Knowles, and Sean Lindsay, uh, for um, the incredible amount of work that um, they did in, uh, in, in scoring this year's contest. Um, uh, as you know, the way that the process worked is you sent your poems in. Um, once you sent your entry fee in, uh, either via PayPal or uh, via a check through the mail, I would at that point send your poems off to the judges. Uh, the judges would uh, score your poems from zero to five points. Um, I would add up those scores, uh, which means that the highest possible score was 15 points per poem. 
Uh, the lowest possible score was zero points per poem. No one scored zero points, by the way, um, in their poems. And uh, uh, in the end, there were uh, there were um, there was actually a, a tie for uh, for um, for first place. As a matter of fact, several poems, three poets scored as a tie for first place. So those three poems uh, went back to the judges for a second round of scoring. Um, and in that that second round of scoring, the um, three winners became uh, clear. And those are the top three winners of the contest. And uh, what I'll be doing uh, today um, in a couple of minutes is letting you know who scored in the top 10 positions in the contest. I'll be letting you know what the scores are, um, what the names of those people are, where they're from, and the poems that they, um, that they scored in that top 10 position. Um, if you don't hear your name, uh, that means that you are all tied for 11th place. Um, and that's as much information that I'm going to give you about um, about those scores. Um, I, uh, so don't ask. <laughs> that's all I have to tell you. Don't ask. Um, and on top of it, if you do hear your name, at that point, um, I invite you to call in. And if you have your poem, if you're one of the top 10 scoring poets, um, you'll have the chance to read your poem um, as well on the air. I just want to mention again uh, that if you're calling in on the phone right now, that I am going to clear the lines. The only people who should be calling in are, are people whose names I announce as winners in the top 10 scoring poets. So if you keep calling in now, uh, please note I'm going to keep hanging up on you uh, because I need to keep those lines clear for the potential uh, top 10 scoring poets. So uh, here's some statistics. Uh, this year, 538 poems were entered. I think I put in the email to all of you who entered that there were 540 um, I had a, a miscombobulation in my spreadsheet. There was actually only 538 poems, pretty close to 540, so uh, uh, don't panic anyone. Um, by comparison, last year there were 461 poems entered, so um, quite, a number, quite a few more poems were entered this year. One of our most successful contests ever in terms of the number of poems entered. This, by the way, is the 13th year of the contest. Um, those 538 poems were entered by 93 poets. How did that compare to last year? Well, last year 95 poets entered the contest, um, which means that overall, and this was a surprise to me because a lot of people um, were entering the contest with just one poem, and so I thought for sure that we have a more contest entrance this year um, entering fewer poems, but it turns out that we had less or fewer contest entrants entering more poems. So 93 poets uh, entered, and they uh, entered with a total of 538 poems. There were a number, actually, there were a lot more poems that came in, um, probably maybe 10, 15 more poets, uh, but those that group of people um, did not um, turn in their entry fees. So if you're one of those people, unfortunately, uh, the only way to have gotten your poems out to the judges uh, was to actually pay the entry fees. So unfortunately, you didn't make it. Um, we had um, 189 prizes donated this year. Last year, 89 prizes. So do the math. Uh, that's a lot more prizes. 
Uh, uh, truthfully, one of the one sponsor donated a hundred different items, so that pretty much took care of increasing the number of prizes significantly, um, which means that every single one of the 93 poets who entered will get at least one prize for entering, and, and many of you will get um, will get a couple of prizes for that matter, uh, because all of the prizes will be distributed between all of you, and those prizes will be within the next two weeks if the sponsors follow through with their obligation. Uh, they will uh, be sent to you directly from the sponsors, um, except for the cash prize, which goes directly to the top three scoring poets, um, which is $538. Um, that's the number of poems that were entered at $1 per poem entry fee. Um, so all of that money, um, plus, uh, and this is very special, one of our sponsors, Roland Vassen, he donated $500 to the contest. So that $500 is being entered or added to the um, prize uh, pot of the uh, contest entries, and um, which means that $1,038 is the total prize that will be going out this year. Um, the first place winner uh, will be receiving 50% uh, of that, which is $519. It's the largest amount of money we've given uh, to a contest winner ever. The second place winner will win 30% of that, which is $311.40. And the third place winner will win 20% of that uh, money, which is $207.60. Um, these 189 prizes, uh, by the way, uh, which includes the 100 items from the one sponsor and the $500 from Roland Vassin, were donated by 34 sponsors. Last year, 38 sponsors. So less sponsors donating a whole bucket load of prizes this year. Very, very excited um, to be able to give every single person who entered a prize just for entering. So how about the scores this year? Well, um, as I mentioned, the highest possible score was 15 points, lowest possible zero. Um, these are all scores from the first round of, um, of um, of scoring. The average score per poem uh, is 7.62. So that's taking, uh, adding all the scores of the 538 poems and then dividing by 538. Average score is 7.62. Uh, by comparison, last year the average score uh, per poem was 8.02, so it was a little higher last year. Um, the year before that it was 7.7. .7. Uh, we actually did a lot better than 2007, where the average poem score was 5.9. Uh, since I've been keeping track of the average poem score uh, in 2006, the, the score was, uh, average score was 9, 9.032 to be exact. So this 7.62 average score uh, was uh, uh, pretty much on par, I suppose, if we were to average all the average scores. Uh, but I'm not really going to bother to do that. Um, what, what was the highest scoring poem? Well, um, the highest scoring poem this year was 13.25 points out of, uh, out of 15 points, um, which was down a little bit from last year. 14 points was the highest scoring poem last year. 13.25 also in 2008. 12.5 was the highest scoring poem in 2007. And 13.5 highest scoring poem in 2006. The lowest scoring poem 
Uh, well, we did pretty well uh, this year relative to past years. The lowest scoring poem in the first round of scoring was 3.25 points. Uh, last year, the lowest scoring poem was 2.75 points. The year before that, 2008, 1.25 points. Uh, that's, that's pretty low. Uh, oh, but get this, 2007, the lowest scoring poem was 0.5 points. A moment for dramatic effect for that to sink in. Um, and then in 2006, it was 2.25. So of the last five years of the contest, uh, this year's lowest scoring poem was the highest of the lowest scoring poems of the last five years. So that's, that's exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Put on your party hats, dance a jig uh, in your room or in your cars if you're in the passenger seats uh, right now. Um, also, I want to mention the many different places that people entered the contest for. Of course, the vast number of people who entered the contest were from the United States. Uh, however, we had many other countries uh, represented. As you may know, the contest is open to everyone in the world, as long as you can uh, get your poems to me via email and send the uh, payment via PayPal or, or in another way. So we also had poets entering from Israel, from India, from Canada, from South Africa, from Hong Kong, and from the Netherlands uh, in Amsterdam. So um, widely represented uh, poets from, uh, from uh, all over the world enter this year's contest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to hear the winners of the contest? Um, good. A lot of you are raising your hands. I just looked out the window from the roof of my house, and I see a lot of people just, just kind of saying, get on with it. Uh, you've wasted a half an hour of our life. What was that 10 minutes at the beginning about the sandwich? We didn't need to hear about that. We just really want to hear the winners. Well, now's the time, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to start with position number 10. Again, if you happen to be, uh, if you hear your name called as one of these top 10 possession, um, positions, please call in, and uh, I will put you on the air, uh, and uh, you will get to read your poem uh, if you like. So in 10th place, <coughs> With a score of 10.75 points in the first round of scoring, from St. Louis, Missouri, uh, with the poem, Lines for a Female Psychiatrist, Donal Mahoney. Forgive me if I didn't pronounce that correctly, but congratulations, Donal, or Donal, or... Well, I'm not going to go any further. You know how to pronounce your name if you're listening. You scored in 10th place. Uh, congratulations to you for your poem, Lines for a Female Psychiatrist. Um, moving right along, in ninth place, with, uh, there was actually a tie. Three poets um, tied for ninth place. The number of poems that they scored was, a number of points was 11 points. And um, hold on, a, a caller is coming in. Let me just see if this is uh, Donal. Uh, nope, okay. Hold on a second. <clears throat> Hello, you're on the air. On the air? Yeah, who's this? Hello, this is Michael in Birmingham. I didn't expect to get through so soon. Oh, Michael, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to need to hang up on you. Um, this is not a call-in show today. This is... Uh, just for the winners of the contest. So please listen on your computer and uh, don't call back unless you're one of the winners. Um, so um, I have another caller. Let's see if this is one of the winners. Hello? Hello from the 218 area code? Are you there? 
218 area code. All right, not there either. Fantastic. Moving along, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in ninth place. Three poets tied uh, for 11 points. I sure are those poets. Um, from Santa Fe, New Mexico, Lori Romero, with her poem, You Would Have. Uh, from Raleigh, North Carolina, for his poem, The Poet on Vacation, Harry Calhoun. And from Oswego, New York, for her poem, Bin, Heather Bell. So congratulations, Lori, Harry, and Heather for scoring 11 points in ninth place in this year's contest. If one of you happens to be listening, please call in, and uh, I'd be more than happy to let you share your poem on the air. And i got a couple people calling. Let's see if these are people following the guidelines. Hello, caller from the 617 area code. Hi. Hello. Hi, who's this? Uh, yeah, Max Pusser. I uh, entered the contest. I sent in three poems. And I'm okay, Matt, listen, um, I, uh, I want to mention again that you're not supposed to call in unless I've called your name. Uh, so I'm going to hang up on Max for now. Um, so moving on to a caller from the 218 area code. Hello, 218. Hello? And they are gone. All right, this is great. This is the best radio ever, ladies and gentlemen. Mark it down uh, in your, on your calendars the day that radio achieved a new level in awesomeness. Uh, moving on to eighth place. Technically, it's not radio anymore, by the way, when it's being broadcast over the uh, Internet. It's, uh, it's, it's something different. Uh, so uh, I don't know what it is, uh, but it's something where I'm talking and you're listening. So as it's become clear, some of you really aren't listening. Um, anyway, moving on. Eighth place with 11.25 points. Uh, again, three poets tied for eighth place. <clears throat> so... Here they are, uh, from Azusa, California. Oh, this is cool. All three poets in eighth place are from California. Wow. Fantastic. Um, from Azusa, California, Jim Bobway, you scored in eighth place with your poem, Formal Logic. Congratulations, Jim. From San Luis Obispo, California, with your poem, Son, Paul Lobo, Portuguese. Congratulations, Paul. Uh, well done. And from Pasadena, California, with your poem, A Bible Belt Polonaise, Carl Stilwell. I know Carl. He's, he's known as Cal Loki. He's, a, he's a, a local legend here in Southern California that participates in a lot of readings in town um, and has been doing it for many, many years. Um, a cool voice. Well, congratulations to Jim, Paul, and Carl, uh, Cal Loki there, for uh, scoring an eighth place with 11.25 uh, points each. Uh, it just goes to show you, um, you know, it, it didn't take much to go up or down in a place. Most of these, um, the differences between places were only a quarter of a point. Uh, and the judges had the option of scoring uh, from zero to five using quarter point intervals. So it could be 0 0.25, 0 0.5, 0 0.75, etc. So <coughs> there really isn't a lot of difference um, in placement in these first um, in, in, in a lot of these positions. So if you're, if you're in this group, you are doing very, very well. All right, moving along. From, uh, from eighth place to seventh place, we have two poets uh, tied in seventh place. From Deliria, Ohio, 
with her poem Incontinence, just letting that sink in for a while. It's funny, the words for a while and incontinence kind of go together, don't they? Anyway, uh, for her poem Incontinence, Diane Bereznik. Congratulations, Diane. Seventh place in our contest this year. 11.5 points. Also with 11.5 points, tied for seventh place from Whitestone, New York, for his poem February Afternoon is Michael Sarasso. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, any of you in the top ten positions, uh, uh, Diane, Michael, Jim, Paul, Carl, Larry, I'm sorry, Lori, Harry, Heather, or Donal, please feel free to call in now. Um, you're more than welcome to share your poem on the air. Uh, um, thank you so much for entering as well. The number, by the way, uh, is area code 646-716-7362. So, uh, that was... Uh, Seventh place. I feel we need a seventh inning stretch. Everyone stand up in your houses or in in your cars or uh, outside if you're walking down the street with your cell phone. Uh, stand up. We're having a seventh inning stretch. Though technically, since we're going in reverse order, this is a fourth inning because uh, 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 it's the fourth position, uh, even though it's labeled seventh. But uh, you know what? Stay seated. Never mind. I'm, I'm sorry I brought it up. Um, all right. Moving on to sixth place. In sixth place, we had five poets tied. The scoring point amount was 11.75 points, only a quarter point above seventh place. Uh, four poets. <coughs> this is kind of interesting. Uh, the first two are both from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, the first person from Cambridge, Massachusetts, who scored in sixth place, with his poem, The Dissertation Brogue, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, is Tomas O'Leary. So, Tomas, if you're listening, please do call in. And lo and behold, Max Boucher, I guess I owe you an apology because uh, uh, you had called earlier at the wrong time, but you scored in sixth place with your poem, House. Congratulations, Max. Please call back in. I'll let you read the poem. Um, also in sixth place for her poem, what Do the Neighbors Think from Washington, D.C., Susan Meehan, and, well, this is a special treat, from Poinette, Wisconsin, for her poem, What She Dreams Of, F.J. Bergman, who was a previous winner and previous judge of the contest. So congratulations to everyone who scored in sixth place. Let's see now, I have a caller on the air. Hello, caller from the 440. Who's this? This is Diane Borson calling. Hi, Diane. Congratulations. Hi. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. Um, would you like to read your poem in continence to us? I'd love to. All right. Let's hear it. All, right. All righty. Oh, my God, you're leaking. I can see the dribbles of blue-black ink scribbling down your pant leg, cooling on the floor. Can you tell? Can you feel those warm, sticky words running out of you? Can you see them leaving bright stains where they've hit the grain? Maybe you've had too much to think and can't contain it all. Maybe you should have stopped after that first swallow if you can't hold your Jack, your Ginsburg, your Baudelaire, or Wordsworth. Maybe they're too strong for you. I mean, hard think is not for everyone. 
intoxication can result from just a sip or two of the strong stuff if you aren't used to thinking or if it's been too long since you've indulged. You could lose control of your syllables, find yourself shacked up with unfamiliar vocabulary, might find yourself bursting with liquid, whiz, key possibilities and unable to stop the flow once it's begun. Diane, that was wonderful. That was very entertaining and funny and, and very well read, too. Do you participate in readings in in, uh, in Ohio? Uh, thank you, Rick. Yes, yes, I do participate in readings. Plus, um, with my poetry partner, John Burroughs, we run the Licks and Kicks Poetry Extravaganza, which is a monthly poetry series, poetry show in Lakewood, Ohio. The Licks and Kicks. Poetry Extravaganza. It's a great name. If you have a website for, for it, make sure to click on uh, add your link here from the main Poetry Superhighway menu, and I'll make sure to include it in our links and in the weekly newsletter as well. Okay, super. Thank you. And it's um, L-I-X and K-I-X. Um, you can also find our websites and everything if you Google us. L-I-X oh, well, and K-I-X. Great. Um, um, uh, definitely, I, I see you're in the chat room. Type it in there so the people in the chat room can see it, and, and click on Add Your Link here, and I'll make sure to get it in the in, in next week's uh, email as well. Um, congratulations, seventh place. Um, you know, is a great achievement among 538 poems, and I really appreciate that you entered. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, and it's really been great talking with you today. Likewise. It's a likewise. great show. Thank you so much. So, Colin, we do an open reading every month, so you should call back in next month and, and just, uh, just to read for fun. Okay, thanks a lot, and I appreciate it, and thank you for uh, the, the contest, too. My pleasure. All right, that was uh, Diane Bereznik from Elyria, Ohio, who read her poem, Incontinence, uh, which lived up to its title in terms of the, uh, the, uh, the joy and, entertain and entertainment value of listening to it. So thanks, Diane, and I hope people uh, uh, in the Ohio, uh, Lakewood, Ohio area, uh, show up to the Licks and Kicks uh, Poetry Extravaganza reading as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're now going to move to the top five places. So... Uh, Loosen your belts, uh, untie your shoelaces, uh, 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 fling your shirts across the room, and get ready for the top five. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, and again, uh, uh, if, you, if you heard your name called already, please feel free to call in. I'd, I'd love to hear you read your poem. I apologize to Max, uh, who I hung up on earlier because he, he had called in uh, 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 too early. I didn't realize he, he, he won, and I didn't see his name earlier on the list, and I didn't want to give it away either. So Max, if you're listening... Call back in, and, and we'll let you read your poem, House, which uh, scored in uh, sixth place. House, one of my wife's favorite television shows. Fifth place, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, two poets tied for fifth place. Twelve points each. Again, only a quarter point above sixth place. From Fishkill, New York, for her poem, Scenes from the Sanctuary at San Remo, Rosemary Crisanti. Congratulations, Rosemary. Well done. Fishkill, New York. I'm also scoring in fifth place from Thousand Oaks, California. Yay, California in the house. Sorry, I, I don't really talk like that. Uh, Patrick Mooney for your poem, Dorato. Twelve points each. Good, good show, Rosemary and Patrick. Call in if you're, if you're listening. Would love to, would love to hear your poem. 
on the air. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on to fourth place, we have again two poets tied for fourth place. Um, in this case, the score jumped up a bit. Uh, so the score for 12th place is 12.75 points. That's a full three-quarters of a point higher than 12 points. That's the first time uh, in the first uh, 10 scoring positions that, uh, that um, it's, uh, it's jumped up. That, um, there's been that much of a gap between positions. So... Uh, Tied for fourth place, two poets, one from Missouri City, Texas, with her poem, A Recipe for My Daughter, Angelique Jamal. Congratulations, Angelique. Um, congratulations to you. Here, here's a, a, this is actually a unique um, thing in this year's contest. This is the only winner from outside of the United States this year. Uh, that is the only person who scored in the top 10 positions. Uh, for his poem, My Friend Danae, from Matula, Israel, John Michael Simon. Congratulations, John Michael. John Michael uh, has participated many times in different poetry superhighway projects, and uh, very cool to see him scoring so well in this year's contest. All right, if any of you... Uh, happen to be uh, listening, any of you people who scored in the 4th through 10th positions, uh, feel free to call in. The number is 646-716-7362. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. It's time to tell you the top three scoring poets in this year's contest. These three uh, poets are the winners of the contest, and uh, they will win the cash prize. Uh, that uh, all of you helped build up with a $1 per poem entry fee. Again, special special thanks to Roland Vassen, who donated $500 to the contest. Um, that's just uh, just above and beyond and, and truly amazing. And, and it really is, is for the these next three poets will be, um, I don't know, it, it's just a significant, uh, uh, substantial win for them to, ha to have such a good good prize going to them. Um, I want to thank everyone for entering. Um, again, so many people entered this year, one of the largest numbers of poems we've ever received, um, and every single person will be receiving a prize just for entering. Um, uh, it's so many great prizes. You should go to the contest page and uh, look, at the, uh, look at the list there. You're, you're going to get a book of poetry. You're going to get a subscription to a, uh, a, a website. You're going to get... Um, uh, Maybe you'll get a, 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 a photograph uh, taken by a photographer, an art photograph. There's so many different things that, that you could possibly get. Um, and it's just, you're a winner just for entering. Um, so, so there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, in third place. Uh, and by the way, um, the, the first uh, place, as I mentioned earlier, um, they all tied in the very first round of scoring with 13.25 points. That's a full half point, <coughs> excuse me, up above um, the next highest scoring position. And, um, and the only uh, uh, two instances in which there was more than a quarter point difference between the scoring positions. So we had to send these three poems back to the judges. And they, in this second round, scored the poems between zero and 10 points. 
instead of 0 and 5. Those were totaled, and that final score uh, is what determined this final order for these poems and who won the contest. So, um, in the second round of scoring, with 27.75 points for her poem, Poem Talking to Itself, from Los Angeles, California, Kathleen Tyler. Congratulations, Kathleen. Well done. I'm waiting for the uh, round of applause to kick in, but I forgot to upload that sound effect. So next year, ladies and gentlemen, next year. I also forgot to upload the drum roll sound effect, so uh, there's a certain lack of dramatic effect happening, uh, which I apologize for as well. Um, in third place, for his poem, in the form of a question, with 28.5 points, from Beverly Hills, California, C.W. Emerson. Congratulations, C.W. Well done. Kathleen or C.W. happen to be listening. Please do call in. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the 2010 Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest, scoring 28.75 points out of a possible 30, Did I tell you guys my son is learning to say the alphabet? It's amazing. He's only two. He's got this thing which goes on the refrigerator. He presses a button, and the whole alphabet song just plays. And he's, he's you know, he can't. He's only two. No one's teaching the alphabet. He's already singing along. It is, it's amazing. Anyway, how many of you have children? It's, it's extraordinary to see, uh, to see what they're learning. Uh, he also did my taxes last year. Where was I? Should I read all these again? I'm sorry, I forgot where I was. Uh, oh, first place. I'm sorry. In first place, with 28.75 points out of a possible 30 points in the second round of scoring, from the United States of America, which is a country that I live in. Have any of you been there? It's lovely. I recommend it for vacationing and such. From the great state of New York, from the city of Syracuse, for his poem, yes, it's a hymn, Beauty Unsung, Nick Patrone. Congratulations, Nick. You are the winner of the 2010 Poetry Superhighway Contest, our 13th annual contest. Nick, you're in first place with the poem Beauty Unsung. Uh, C.W. Emerson from Beverly Hills, California, you're in second place for your poem in the form of a question. And Kathleen Tyler, congratulations to you uh, for scoring in third place for your poem, Poem Talking to Itself. Uh, if you happen to be listening, let's see, we do have someone who just called in. Let's see who it is. Hello from the 818 area code. Hey, Rick. It's CW. CW. Congratulations. Thanks. 
Now, you're calling from the 818. Does that mean you don't live in Beverly Hills? That means I don't live in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I live in uh, Valley Village. Valley not Village. That, not that far from you. Yeah, I'm going to make a note. And uh, when I put up the poems later, it will correctly indicate what city that you live in. Well, congratulations for scoring in second place. Uh, do you happen to have your poem on hand that you could read? I do. Do you want me to edit it, Rick? <laughs> yeah, no, ed- no editing live. No. Okay. Be- I won't clean it up then. The suspense is, yeah, no. It's, uh, anything goes here. Go ahead. Okay. Get it all out. All right. Uh, in the form of a question. There have always been questions and always will be. They come in multitudes. Some fall gracelessly, easily forgotten. But some burrow in deep, breaking every silence, bisecting memory. Those are the ones that stay with you, lining your veins like plaque, intractable, taking you out of who you were into who you are and will be. Questions, threats, and riddles or answers phrased in the form of a question, like Jeopardy with Art Fleming or Alex Trebek. Some are simple questions, but some are stars of gas and granite, exploding, multiplying, snowflake lace with shrapnel edges, or just lace, or just shrapnel. Questions across ages and lifespans and stages, like who the hell do you think you are, And, Chris, will you bring me my cigarettes? And don't you want another drink? And did you think I wouldn't notice? Why'd you skip school and go to the track? Can you see me for less? Do you have a minute? Did you pull out in time? How can I believe anything you say? Who the hell do you think you are? What makes you think you're so goddamn special? Who is that man in the driveway? You want another? You want another? Can't you just hold me? Why did you break down that door? Do you feel it? Is he breathing? Is it in? Aren't you over that yet? Who the fuck do you think you are? How did you get that scar? And that one? And that one? Why are you leaving? Why don't you die? Does it get any harder? Could this be any harder? And... What was your name again? I love the ending of that poem. I, uh, when I was putting together the, uh, the, you know, the show today, I, um, of course, read all three winning poems, and and that, that ending really just just got me. I, uh, well done, MCW. Thanks. Uh, since you live locally, you should come by the Cobalt Cafe sometime and 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 uh, participate in the open reading. Would love to uh, would love to uh, hear some more of your work live. I'd love to be there. I'll do that. All right. All right. Thank you. No problem. Uh, uh, more, more coming to you soon. Uh, congratulations uh, on on winning, and uh, you'll you'll definitely be uh, hearing from me soon with all the details. So thanks for calling in. Thanks so much. Great show. Thanks. Bye. All right. So that was C.W. Emerson uh, calling from Valley Village, California. I, I guess it said Beverly Hills on his. Uh, that's his work. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, so um, uh, congratulations to our winners. Um, I'll be uh, sending out emails shortly to everyone who entered, which will let you know if you entered exactly what prize you will be receiving from which sponsor. If you are one of the sponsors, I will also be sending out an email, uh, hopefully later today, uh, but we'll see because it's a lot of work to put it together, letting you know what, where to send your prizes to. 
very important you send them off within two weeks um, as promised uh, when you when you have signed up as a sponsor so uh, so everyone gets gets what they promised. So thanks everyone for entering. Thanks everyone who was able to call in. Um, how great to have two of the top ten position posts calling in CW who scored in second place reading his poem in the form of a question uh, from right here in Valley Village, California, and Diane Beresnik uh, from Illyria, Ohio, was able to call in seventh place reading her poem in consonants. Thanks so much to all the judges uh, for all the work that you did. I'm so glad that you did that, and, and sorry that we uh, couldn't get all of you on the air today. And thanks so much to everyone who entered the contest. I really appreciate it. Watch for an email in a few minutes letting you know about all the winners and all the details, etc. And thanks so much, everyone. Bye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.